All right, I don't know when I'm supposed to come in on this. Welcome back to Late Night Lately. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the uh, Late Night Podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Listen, there was a lot of news last week, and I've got a monologue, so let's get right to it. Let me uh, move the thing so it looks like I'm actually looking at you. (laughs) Former CEO of cryptocurrency exchange FTX, Sam Sam Bankman-Fried, appeared in court for the second week in a row last week alongside his ex-girlfriend and ex-CEO of Alameda, Caroline Ellison, who testified against him over the course of three days. Now, during said testimony, Ellison stated that Bankman-Fried's poorly taken care of hair and lax wardrobe were all part of a PR move to make him appear to be an eccentric entrepreneur. Anyone who thinks that this guy could be an eccentric billionaire would probably need their eyes checked. There are African princes scamming your grandmothers right now that look more like billionaires than he does. Looks like a failed Muppet. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. announced last week that he'd be switching from the Democratic ballot to independent for his 2024 campaign for president, saying in a campaign speech, quote, the Democrats are frightened that I'm going to spoil the election for President Biden and the Republicans are frightened that I'm going to spoil it for Trump. RFK, the only thing you're spoiling is the outcome of this election. Uh, Spoiler alert, you lost. Also, Bruce Willis was dead the whole movie. GOP Representative Steve Scalise of Louisiana was nominated as the Speaker of the House last week, only to drop his own nomination due to lack of votes within his own party. Then Ohio Representative Jim Jordan's name was thrown into the discussion, both in closed-door meetings with Republicans. Gee, how bad must it feel for all these guys, including Kevin McCarthy, who can't uh, seem to drum up any support from their own party? It's like being drafted to the New York Jets as a quarterback, but being benched in week two of the 2023 season. No, 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 no. I think we'll be just fine without Aaron. You said tight, Scalise and Jordan. Our quarterback situation is just all right. And finally, Meta's Twitter competitor, Threads, added an edit button, a much-requested feature for anyone who accidentally posts a thread. Uh, uh, oh, God, I thought this was an Instagram. <laughs> Who's the person? That was a monologue. Who's the person that's going to Threads? Who checks Threads? You know, there's a story last week, um, episode 11, late night late. There was a story last, last week about uh, 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 NPR. They left Twitter when Elon Musk bought it. And I mean, due to a lot of circumstances, but they left Twitter and the story is that they, they lost 1% of traffic and it wasn't that much. That's that, that's not like, that's nothing. That's nothing. That means the people who go to NPR, are the people who read NPR, they're not, they're not coming from Twitter and maybe sure a big story about uh, an indictment or two or four would have been an amazing bounce of traffic for them, but losing 1%, I mean, come on. You lose a dollar out of $100, that means nothing. Still got 99 bucks. All right, this week in late night, uh, there were a few different um, things that happened. Uh, I have to find, you know, it doesn't matter how big the screen is apparently. I have a, I have a, I have a big curved monitor. I still can't find room for this Notion page to live. So let me just do this. Boom, boom. There we go. Now it looks. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Let me mute the computer. 
This week in late night, we saw a whole plethora of uh, uh, late nights back. We're back. We're back in late night. I don't know what I was gonna say before, but we're back in late night. We're we've we've got we're in the whole drum of things and the swing of things. You know, one of I was I was concerned about uh, not worried, nothing else. I was just concerned about how late night would be affected without having actors come on and talk about their projects. And now, I mean, actors. I think I don't know if they can appear, but uh, I believe they can. I don't. I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> But I think that they can do things as long as they don't talk about their projects. The same thing with podcasts. They can go on there, they can go on a podcast, but they don't they can't talk about, you know, the new season of um, Princess Diana. What's that called? The Crown. Anyway, now with that being said, I think that the new this new iteration of late night, as we wait for the SAG strike to end. Uh, and with the with the WGA strike being over, and with the director strike like having not even barely happened, uh, but 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 it needed to, uh, I th- there there's there's going to be a lot more people talking to comedians, people talking to musicians, uh, or music people in general. But we're also going to see some behind the scenes people. And now, case in point, Jason Bloom, the producer uh, from Bloomhouse, a uh, Bloomhouse Blumhouse appeared on Late Night with Seth Meyers last week, and he talked about Five Nights at Freddy's. He talked about The Exorcist Believers. Believer? <laughs> the Exorcist Believers is... Uh, Believers, actually, is... Um, no, Believers. Exorcist Believers is a sequel, because it's funnier. It's a sequel to uh, uh, Justin Bieber's uh, Believer movie, which I do believe. I think I have. Oh no 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 no! I don't have that movie. Uh, I, <laughs> the, the, I'm not kidding. I actually do have that movie right here. There's a, I I, I work I work for a big company with three names: Warner Bros. Discovery. And uh, they they there was a point where they're they're currently in the in the midst of moving out of uh, CNN Center. Uh, well, CNN is currently in the midst of moving out of CNN Center over to the Turner Building. And uh, I was gonna get, I was gonna say way more things, but then I was like, this is boring. No one cares. But people have accumulated crap <laughs> over their decades of working at for for the for these for this company. And and you know I've already seen it happen with Cartoon Network. I got uh, just a just a slew, just a bunch of things for free that they were just giving away. Aero presses. I might have gotten five of those. Uh, gave away four for gifts. Uh, toys, movies, video games, all that stuff. Books, DVDs, Blu-rays. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, the Adventure Time. I got all of Adventure Time. Unfortunately, the last three seasons, I believe, are on DVD and not Blu-ray. Anyway, uh, so anyway, I, I, but people, people were giving that away, and I got it for somebody who does not watch this show, does not listen to this show. I, I held up Justin Bieber's Never Say Never if you're listening. On Blu-ray, so I got it for this person. So hopefully, hopefully they'll enjoy it. <laughs> anyway, Jason Bloom uh, came to late night to talk about, it, and I was so interested in the fact that this producer, the who's pe- who people will only know by name, and like, and I and I'm talking about people who watch movies, because there's no way you would know who Judd Apatow is unless you consistently watch a movie. You go, hey, I love King of Staten Island. I love the 40 year version. I love Superbad. Knocked up. All movies starring uh, white men, and uh, so, so that's that. That would make 
it would make sense now as to why, you know, we can't have a lot of actors on, but we can have this producer. And so he had a conversation about those movies and Taylor Swift for some reason. And, uh, and then also how he's a shark on Shark Tank, which I don't think I knew. Hmm, interesting. And then, speaking of late night, we also have Marcelo Hernandez popping up for the first time ever. This is his first late night appearance. And I think this is just such a, he came out in a, in a tuxedo, in a white tuxedo uh, with wine. It's so funny. It's just so funny. It's just so funny, and uh, he he gave he gave Seth a um, what are those things that you give on um, uh, like prom night? Um, the flowers. Oh God, what is it called? Anyway, doesn't matter. It it was very funny. He looked great. His mom was there, and uh, just it was just a wonderful conversation. I think Marcelo is. I said this to myself uh, about we're about nine minutes into the show. I said this to myself about ten minutes ago. Marcelo's going to be the next big thing. Love him. He's a very funny guy, and uh, I wish him all the best. Uh, he's just so fantastic. He's so fantastic, and I'm, I'm glad a, a, a person of color has a chance to um, excel. I th- although I do wish uh, Melissa Villasenor was on um, um, Colbert, and I do wish that she that they were able, that SNL and, and uh, Melissa were able to work something out. Um, I know she... She, I, she she admitted to being like that being a very stressful part of her life as do a lot of people a lot of people I think AD Bryant said the same thing I think Cecily might have said the same thing don't quote me on Cecily but I know AD Bryant said something along those lines uh, yeah it's a stressful place a stressful environment and I do not blame anybody who kind of gets their tenure and gets out <laughs> for for all for all intents and purposes uh, wonder why I wonder why people like sometimes people are there. I wonder why people get let go is, is basically what I'm getting at. Cause some people, you know, they reach their, I think it's like a seven year contract. I don't, don't quote me on that. I think you either get a four or seven or they just re up you, whatever. But you know, however long your, your, your contract is after you make it to uh, repertory status. I wonder, you know, if some people are going, you know, I just, I want to get my seven years and then go, uh, and then there's other people who are working just as hard, but they, they, they often get um, let go, because I, I think Alex Moffat was one of those people, and he's he's so funny. He's just a funny character actor on that show. I just wonder why. I don't know why we're talking about late night. I still haven't seen the new SNL. I was uh, everything was ruined for me the next morning because also I've been working. But anyway, uh, the next up we have uh, 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 Nelson Franklin. He brings his George Santos back to Jimmy Kimmel Live uh, in a very funny, just a, what what I what I write as like elaborate escape route uh, uh, bit that involves with him just going all over the Jimmy Kimmel Live studio. Uh, and I just please do not eat that. Please do not eat this. Now Nova's being Nova's being the one who's annoying this week when I'm trying to record things. Uh, and it's uh, I, I think I think uh, the George Santos. Stuff is uh, very fun. I mean, it's a lot like, uh, oh, God, who is that woman um, that, what is the show called? Okay, the this is so bad. Laura Bonatti. Laura Bonatti is always, uh, appears on, uh, or appeared, rather, on uh, the late show with Stephen Colbert as Melania Trump. And I think that's, the, it's just great casting on, on both fronts with uh, Nelson Franklin as George Santos and... Uh, because Nelson Franklin really does look like George Santos. Uh, if you don't know who Nelson Franklin is, he's just as 
Uh, I'm going to ruin. I mean, the show's been over for like 10 years. Um, Jess is, she, Cece dated him for a little bit after Schmidt. And the, he's the tall white guy with glasses, like thick black glasses. And then uh, 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 Jess tried to date him, I guess. And then turns out they were cousins, I think. And then uh, he was on Veep as Dan Backdoll's punching bag. Okay. Then uh, Senator John Fetterman came by the late show to uh, to talk. Is it late show, Stephen Colbert? Yeah. To talk about uh, his depression, his experience uh, with that and, and therapy and and uh, just talking about what it is being a, a senator. And he's so he's such a down to earth person. Uh, and I, I really do like him. Uh, uh, and he's uh, he's very smart. And and it's a shame that it's so it's, it's funny because, you know, you'll see like if you pay enough attention to the news, you'll see like Republicans making fun of uh, Fetterman for his his health woes. And then, uh, uh, but like, like these are serious health woes, but you know, God forbid you say something about people on their side and uh, then they'll send you, you know, death threats or whatever. Uh, and then finally, Seth Myers stopped by Fallon's tonight show to talk about podcasting with, uh, Fallon, his old strike force buddy, lightning bolt. Uh, and, uh, they talked about a very, an infamous episode of the show, uh, where Fallon uh, asked, the wives of Strike Force Five questions and uh, podcast in general, and those are the things that happened this week. Now, I I, I don't really have much of anything to say, as evidenced by being fourteen minutes in and <laughs> me being done with <laughs> everything I've already <laughs> wanted to talk about. God, how sad is that? Uh, it's been it's been a minute since I since I've done this show, so give me a chance. That's why the monologue wasn't very good. Uh, that's why uh, I'm sweating. No, I'm not sweating. It's very chilly outside. No, it's not chilly at all. Okay, now uh, I've I always I've always wanted to know this, and I can't quite put a finger on it, but we are in a in a day and age of uh, television when uh where the uh, tv is not really new tv shows aren't really is not really airing on a friday night now save that save for shows like i think nbc's blacklist aired on friday night uh friday nights the last a lot of the last seasons of a lot of cw shows aired on friday nights and i'm talking about within the past 10 years or so uh, shows like uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend aired on Fridays, unfortunately. Jane the Virgin aired on Fridays, unfortunately. I mean, it just sucks that they relegated those shows to the bottom of the week. But now we're we're in a, a, a late night. You know, there were times in the in the seventies, eighties, nineties, and now seventies, eighties, nineties, and early two thousands when shows would air. Basically around like I mean Monday through Friday, and now if you want your show to do extremely well, besides who is that? Oh, it's Maverick. Besides uh, streaming, if you want your show to do really well, you know, say on broadcast or on cable or or what have you, then it would have to air Monday through uh, Sunday through Thursday. We got The Simpsons on Sunday. We get you know Game of Thrones on Sunday. We get, uh, uh, you know, new Magnum PI on Wednesdays and Law and Order on Thursdays. 
But what happened to Fridays? And Friday airings basically went away because there's more options for people to do things. Like people are getting out more on Fridays. I mean, that's just the that's thing. Now, the reason I bring that up is because late night used to, I mean, you know, we used to have Carson five days a week, Letterman five days a week, I believe. Jimmy Kimmel used to be live. And also that, used, that proved to be difficult. Uh, but what, why do shows, why do late night shows choose to air, not all of them, but why do some shows choose to air Friday night shows still? The Tonight Show does Friday night shows. And worse yet, it's not like, I'm not saying that we need to put, you know, the you know we need to top line Monday with the best guests and then it just it depreciates over time. There needs to be, there should be rather, some type of stopgap for popular people. You know, we got, we have Kelly Clarkson appearing on a Friday night. All that whole ramble was up to, was a good vamp to get me to 17 minutes, but also to, to this point I'm trying to make is Kelly Clarkson appeared on, I'm pointing to the screen, <laughs> appeared on the tonight show on Friday night, along with Chloe Feynman and Heinrich Ludvisk. Uh, now I don't know who Heinrich Ludvisk is. I also know Chloe Feynman, I believe was on, Oh, she was definitely on Thursday. Excuse me. They uploaded a video from that on today for some reason. I don't know why they do that. Don't do that. I know why they do that for views. Don't do that. Uh, but Kelly Clarkson, who I would probably say out of last week is besides Troy Savon and Pete Davidson is probably the biggest person that they talk to. No offense to Seth. And she's, I think she's the most, you know, universally liked out of all those people. Again, no offense to Seth. I love Seth, (laughs) but Kelly Clarkson, she comes on the show. She's going to sing you a song. She's going to sit down for a conversation talking about her show and personal life, her kids, her music, all that stuff. Put her on a Thursday. Put her on somewhere where she can uh, uh, explode. Because uh, I know it's all about ratings. What do you like, you, like, if you win a Friday night, who cares? <laughs> now, sometimes Colbert is on on Friday nights. But I don't know if that's necessarily true. Let me go to uh, Paramount Plus. Uh, and it's much easier to go on the iPad than to sit here and deal with going to the website. I'm, t- I'm typing now. <laughs> I'm hitting. I'm hit. I'm bouncing around. At the, Now, at this point, I'm typing in Stephen Colbert. <laughs> uh, to the thing. <laughs> okay, I've hit search. <laughs> okay. From what I gather, it does not look like that was three days ago. 15, 14, 13. Okay, so he did do a Friday show. Was the 13th a a Friday? Yeah, Friday 13th, yeah. Okay, so he did do a Friday show, and that was Fetterman and Mulaney. Now, it it doesn't make sense, because those are are the only shows that do... Did Kimmel do a Friday show? Hmm, it looks like... uh, Kim also did a Friday show. Now, not not these shows don't always do Friday shows. Is something that I've noticed, uh, and I wonder, and I wonder what leads them to do so. Like, do uh, not if this is like if they get if they get time off or anything, but I w- I wonder if if that is something that uh, you know if they if they can get a good guest because Kim it looks like had the Golden Bachelor and Josh Dumel. Now, can they get? Like is is there a way for them to be like, oh, I've got we we've got a good guest, uh, and this is this is what you know we're gonna have to uh, uh this is what we're gonna do we're gonna do a Friday show, 
I can't tell if uh, Kimmel is of right. It doesn't have the date on Hulu. But but what what does it take for them to want to to or to go through with airing a Friday show? Because that's I mean this is when and I, I know in the end it all the only things that really matter are them posting uh, to um, uh, YouTube. <laughs> I was thinking Instagram. <laughs> Think about that Threads joke and how oh how it killed. Audience was clapping, clapping it up. Also, I do want to say this: I'm not a huge fan of the redesign, the recoloring rather, of uh, Fallon's um, Tonight Show logo. It's 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 pink, and I think it might be for uh, breast cancer awareness, but it is it does it does not stand out, and I can't find it in the crowd. All that to say is uh, I'm glad late night's back. I don't know why Friday shows exist. Because I I don't, like, who... The way I watch Late Night is 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 still along the contemporary way of how people watch things, uh, how people used to watch things, in that I watched... Uh, I, I watch, you know, people watch um, Late Night the next morning or the next day or, or, you know, live or whatever. I watch it the next day. And I, I, I tend to go to YouTube TV, to turn on the episode I've recorded, fast forward through the commercials, watch it then, fast, you know, and do it that way. It's not often I come, what I'm saying is it's not often I come to YouTube to watch because I want to see if, if, there's a, if there's a guest in the A block, then I'm going to watch the monologue and the guest and enjoy my time. Or if, there's a, if, if Fallon plays a game I want to see. Or if, or if uh, Kimmel has a whole episode dedicated to talking to uh, Letterman or whomever. How do you watch? How, uh, you Dial us now. Call in. Uh, uh, 404 Comedy. What if I got that? What if I got that number? Hey, listen, if you like what you heard here, <laughs> so quick to end the show. Head to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where you see me talking to your favorite comedians. And you also watch a video version of this show on youtube.com slash cpluscomedy, as well as our other podcasts, the Constitutionals podcast, the premier podcast for cpluscomedy.com, as well as LinkedIn Logs, the premier business podcast for cpluscomedy.com. You can uh, subscribe to those wherever you get your podcasts. And... You can also go to social media and uh, follow us there. Um, C plus comedy, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Me, Chad Black White. That is it for this episode of Late Night Lately. We'll catch you next time. Is that my? Is that? Is that gonna be my new catchphrase? No, I don't like that.